views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to the show. And for those of you that were just listening, welcome back. Oh, boy, I had to take a breath here. I just got to breathe for a, a minute. a good show last hour. Whoa. Intense. You did such a great amazing. job, too. Um, you know, I, I've often thought about, and Benny and I have been together for quite a while here, and I've often thought about the choices that we make in our lives and how we get to be at the place that we are. Um, and I, I had a moment to literally talk about my journey and Benny has been part of the journey every day. For those of you that don't know, uh, you are listening to the Dr. Pat show. I'm Dr. Pat. Benny Mathers, my producer. Taylor, of course, uh, is also with us. He is also our producer. Um, we don't hear from Taylor because he's in the other room pushing different buttons. We can bring him in eventually. Yep. He's got uh, his work his way up. And exactly. He's and then, of course, we have Linda and, the you know, Jessica, the whole the whole gang there at, at the show. And someone asked me the other day, you know, I, how did I, you know, what did I do to plan this? What did I do to plan this? You know, how did I plan this? And I thought, you know, the old me may have come up with some convoluted explanation for how I ended up, you know, doing what I do, uh, launching a network, uh, working uh, in the in the in the same breadth and depth of people like Brenda Michaels, you know, out back in the day when people were not doing this kind of radio, when most of the radio in the world was really done in the traditional way we know it, and mostly by men. And most of the people that listened to radio weren't women. And now fast forward to where we are today. And, you know, this idea of doing talk radio that had a different spin on it, that touched the heart, you know, that brought in conversations of spirituality and intuition, you know, that invited people of all, from all walks of life, all places in the world that had something important to say so that we can leave behind some tools for our listeners. And, you know, it's interesting because I look back at this now and, uh, you know, we're thrilled uh, uh, about uh, Brenda Michaels and the work we'll be doing with Brenda of Conscious, Conscious Talk. Need to get that right. Well, Brenda is not alone. You know, it's Rob and Brenda. Yeah, Rob Spears and Brenda Michaels. But I, 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 right, I just right. talk about Brenda. I know. Yeah. Um, but here we are, and we're still kicking, Okay. We're growing. And why is that? Because there is a call to do this. 
There's a call in the universe. There's something that draws us closer and closer to what we have been called to do. And so I sit here today, especially in the context of the previous show I've done today and the show I'm about to do, you know, the power of the heart uh, with this uh, finding your true purpose in life with lawyer turned author Baptiste Depop joining me here today. And you know what? It doesn't matter. I mean, it, you're looking at executive turned independent radio host. How the heck? Does life show up and give us opportunities to do things we've never done before? You know, one of the most unlikely, me, unlikely people to be doing a radio show that Benny and the listeners actually named and bring out into the world conversations about spirituality, conversations about holistic living, health and wellness. Now, think about this, the power of the heart. What does it really mean to find your true purpose in life? You know, how do we step forth and live an amazing life? And so today for me, I don't have a big story to tell people. I don't have the story of how I suffered in the world and I showed up one day and, you know, bought radio airtime. No, I dialed the wrong phone number and I didn't hang up. And within 10 minutes, I bought my first hour of airtime on an Internet station in 2003, and nobody was listening to Internet radio. Why did I do that? Why do some of the people that we're going to hear about today, how have they done that? You know, Deepak Chopra and I were in Plainfield, New Jersey at the same time. He went on to be Deepak. I went on to work in the mailroom. How does that happen? Well, today you're going to hear from somebody that has talked to some of these amazing people. Maya Angelou, Deepak, Eckhart, some of the people you know, but maybe some people you have not heard of. So what's the question? You know, what is the question? What is the question of the heart? What kinds of questions does the heart ask us? And then what the heck is our job? Baptiste, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Mm, I'm so happy to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Wow. I got to ask you this question. You know, lawyer turned author. I love that. Um, And I got to ask you, almost saying it is like listening and watching sort of some kind of pop culture movie where the the young man turns into a powerful werewolf, and we all love him because of yeah. what he does for the world and others. What was this like for you? I mean, I mean, what happened for you in your life? What challenge did you have to overcome to make the decision to take a turn in your own journey? Well, I first of all would like to say that um, I think it's lawyer turned film producer, uh, and also author, of course. But uh, in the beginning, I had no intention of uh, writing a book. It only happened because when I was uh, working on the film script, uh, we realized that, you know, film can only be like 90 minutes. And we had so much great material. And, you know, you have to kill your darlings, right? And 
only with someone like Maya Angelou, we had so much great material. I mm. thought only with Maya Angelou, we we could just make one great movie only with the material we have from her. Mm. So I said, okay, what are we going to do with all this great material that we cannot put in, in, in the edit of the movie? And then we said, okay, why not write a book where we can share much more information? So that's how the book came into mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how this all started, uh, I was a lawyer and I was just um, offered uh, a contract uh, with a big international law firm in the city of Amsterdam, uh, the Netherlands, where I live. And um, I had really hard, worked hard for that opportunity. But at the same time, I realized that I didn't want to be a lawyer anymore. I somehow felt cut off from my aliveness. And I had like two weeks to decide whether or not uh, to sign the contract. Mm-hmm. And in this period, I couldn't sleep anymore. I was like, oh my God, I've, I've worked so hard for this. This I what I wanted to become. And now I, you know, I'm doing it and I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be a lawyer for the rest of my life. Mm. And one night in that period, I saw uh, on YouTube a web class that was being hosted by Oprah Winfrey, and she was in conversation with Eckhart Tolle. And Oprah said something that really resonated with me at that time. She said, I think there's nothing more important than finding your purpose in life. And that was exactly what I was trying to figure out. What is my purpose in life? And Eckhart said something that was even more powerful. He said, you can't get there through thinking. And I thought, oh, my God, that's exactly what I've been doing all my life, you know, to think my way to the solution. And this time I was also trying to think my way uh, to what I was supposed to do with my life. And Eckhart said, you can't get there through thinking. But if you want to find your purpose in life, then you can ask yourself, what do I want from life? Mm -hmm. But a more powerful question would be, what does life want from me? So what does the bigger, you know, picture want from me? What does um, life want from me? And I thought, oh, that's a powerful question. So the next day I went into the park because Eckhart said, if you want to find an answer to this question, then you have to find moments of stillness. And the best place to find moments of stillness is in nature. So I went into the park the next day and I started walking. And while I was walking, I started meditating on this question. What does life want from me? What does life want from me? What does life want from me? And I did this for about an hour and nothing happened. And I was really uh, disappointed. I thought, oh my God, maybe I should write Eckhart an email that it doesn't work or, you know, Maybe I'm impatient. Uh, and I, I said, oh, you know, it's, it's not working. Maybe I need to give it more time. But all of a sudden, it started to rain. It started to rain very, very, very hard. Mm. And I started to run uh, to find a pl- uh, you know, place to hide from the rain. And I found some trees. And when uh, I was standing under, under those trees, uh, I, for- I know I had forgotten all about the question. But... Uh, I was standing there, and suddenly I had the feeling that I was having a heart attack. I, and I thought, okay, I'm going to die now. It's over. This is the answer to Eckhart's question. And what happened was that I felt a bone in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I know, of course, we don't have bones in my heart, but it felt like I had a bone in my heart and it broke. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, when I had that feeling, I started to cry. And I had an overwhelming sense of love clarity, uh, 
strong sense of coming home. And when I was feeling this, the idea came, you have to make a movie about the heart. Right, wow. And it was so strong, and it felt like coming home, and I realized, oh my God, this is probably what Eckhart meant when he said, you can't get there through thinking. Mm -hmm. So I thought, so this is how it feels instead of uh, how, uh, it, you know, th this is this is it. Because it's it's such a strong sense of, of, of coming home. I, I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm home now. And, of course, at the same time, my br my mind was uh, protesting. My mind was going crazy. Yes. Uh, and it said, you know, you're crazy now. You're a lawyer. Mm. So you don't know anything about the heart. And uh, <clears throat> you don't know anything about film production. Uh, but that's how the whole journey started. Yeah. Well, you know, isn't that interesting? Because... I think many of us, uh, especially the folks that I've spoken with in a 13-year period, um, they have shown up in life, especially some of the new authors, some of the new people that have entered, you know, this world uh, uh, of spirituality, of consciousness. You know, almost all of them have said, I didn't end up here with any business plan. I didn't end up here, you know, because I had this great idea. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of interesting now that mm. we live in a world that's whole, so high tech, as a matter of fact, mm. uh, that many people say that the best app you can get is one that reminds you that this is a machine and shows a picture of your heart beating. And I mm. thought, what a beautiful app that is. Maybe that's something that you might want to do. How, but the question really is, does technology really uh, have to affect the journey of the heart? Well, I, I, first of all, I think that the most interesting technologies are inner technology. Mm. I think the heart is the most beautiful instrument ever invented. You know, it's uh, with us our whole life. And, you know, if our heart stops beating, it's over with. <laughs> and I think we should just uh, start appreciating the inner technology in our body mm -hmm. more. And, our, you know, we are bodies, uh, but uh, the life yeah. is given to the soul, you know. If, if, if the soul leaves the body, then there's just, a, you know, a dead body. And I think uh, our inner life is so much more interesting than all the technology. But I think, you know, I am happy with all the technology that uh, mm -hmm. we have. I mm -hmm. mean, you can post something on Facebook right. or on Twitter, and all the people, who, you, you know, who are frequency-specific to that information, they can see it and they can share it. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, there are many advantages of our technology. The only thing is that we shouldn't let the technology distract us too much. You know, it seems like people um, are with their iPhone or with their laptop or, or with their television uh, the whole day. And then, you know, everything is filling them in and they're not leading their own lives anymore. And I think, uh, you know, technology is good, but uh, not 24-7. Uh, no. You know, I, I think we should go back and also connect with our inner technology, with our hearts, with the inner wisdom and intelligence that we have. And sometimes we really need to go into stillness. We need to go into nature. We need to go back to our core and to our essence. And I think in our time, a lot of people forget to do that because they're just, you know, completely hypnotized by all the technology and all the news and all the information. And 
to be honest, I don't think we need more information in our time. We need more wisdom. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what? I, I agree with you completely. And, you know, I was joking at the beginning about yeah. dialing the wrong phone number, not hanging up and buying my first hour of Internet radio. And 2003, uh, there, I don't even think people thought the Internet was going to be something that was going to continue to exist for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm looking at the movie and I just want to make sure everybody knows that you can find out more. Just go to the website, The Power of the Heart. Dot com. But, yeah. you know, honestly, I can buy the movie on iTunes now. And, yeah. you know, well, what does that mean for me? Well, what that means is that now I get to be inspired by the movie, uh, not just going to a theater, which, of course, we can do, but I can be inspired by watching this movie on a device we call our smartphone. And I can do it while I'm sitting on the train or I'm going to work or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And there is an opportunity for us to gain more wisdom and more knowledge. Uh, what Were there any surprises for you? Now, this is an interesting question, right? I mean, you got to chat with so many people. There's so many people in the power of the heart. Mm. What were some of the surprises uh, that you remember? Yeah, I, I would like to go back. Um, I just would like to point out that the mm-hmm. website is thepowerofthehart.com. Yeah, thepowerofthehart.com, uh, right. Um so it's the power of the art come. What I would like to say is this, you know, I would like, like to go back to the beginning when mm-hmm. I started my research is mm-hmm. that if you look at all spiritual traditions and religions, then the heart has been described as a source of wisdom and power. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I couldn't interview Jesus or Latsu or, or the <laughs> Buddha anymore because they would have been the perfect people to interview about, you know, the power of the heart. But I was looking for ambassadors of the heart in our time. So mm-hmm. I remembered the first time that I read The Alchemist, you know, the classic book by Paolo Coelho. He sold like 65 million copies of it. Um, and, you know, a lot of people like this book because it's about a shepherd boy called Santiago uh, who learns to lear- who learns to live from the intuition of his heart. And I remember the first time that I saw Maya Angelou on the first inauguration of Bill Clinton. And she was reciting a poem, and in this poem, she encourages uh, encourages us to, you know, connect with our hearts. And I saw the research of the HeartMed Institute in, in Boulder Creek, Color, um, uh, California, and um, you know, they show in their research, and this has been done in many independent uh, laboratories all over the world, that the heart has uh, the power to see. Um, events in the nearby future, and there's like a 20-second uh, window. So the heart sees events 20 seconds before they take place. So this is a scientific explanation uh, for intuition. So I, I was not only looking for a spiritual explanation of the wisdom and the power of the heart, but I was also looking for a scientific explanation. And you see that in the beginning of the movie, you know, the heart experiment where, where they show this. Uh, because our, our minds need uh, sometimes scientific validation before we you know, can uh, integrate it and believe it in our own lives. So that's how my journey started. And your question was, of course, you know, what was uh, surprising to me in all the interviews I did? Well, what was really an eye-opener to me is that uh, by interviewing all those people, I realized that almost to all of them, it was not a conscious choice in the beginning to, you know, make the journey from their head to their heart. Uh, it all happened because they went through a big crisis, and 
why is this crisis so important? Because in this crisis, they learn that all the conventional skills and conventional wisdom that they have is not uh, able anymore to help them to get through this uh, uh, crisis. There is a sense of urgency in this crisis where they see, okay, everything that I know and everything that I've been taught is not applicable anymore to get me through the situation. So they are um, forced to go inside. They are forced to go to their soul. They are forced to go to their heart. And then the transformation takes place. You see this in a movie too. People are put in situations where they don't want to open their hearts, but they have to. And, and a good example of this is, of course, the story of Immaculate, mm. Ibagiza. Yeah. Uh, she's in the genocide in Rwanda. She is in the bathroom for three months because people are, you know, the Hutus, are, the other tribe is trying to kill her. And um, she feels anger towards eight million people. Uh, and she says, it's bad enough if you hate one, uh, it's bad enough if you hate one person, but it's, you know, terrible if you hate 8 million people and she mm. was feeling so much anger so much toxicity and it was killing her from the inside out so she prays to god and she says uh please show me how to forgive because i can do it i cannot do it and no one would blame her you know that she was angry and was hate hateful against uh, the hutus but she was feeling this and it was killing her from the inside out because it was so toxic and, um, you know, it's what Nelson Mandela said. You know, he said holding a resentment against someone is like drinking poison and thinking it will kill the other person. Right. But the one who is being killed is, is you. So um, she wants to forgive not for the people uh, that she wants to forgive, but she wants to forgive for herself to free her from the blockages and to free her from the toxicity. So she has to go inside in order to forgive. And it's an inner journey. And all the people I've interviewed have, uh, of course, different stories. But when it comes to the crisis that forces them to open their heart, the stories are all similar. Well, uh, you know, for for people listening to the show today, um, you can certainly find out more. I mean, imagine being able, you know, to have some of these co-creators, you know, these folks, just to hear what their visions were, their stories, their journey all of this, to talking about our heart, our connection, and what that means to step into the power of the heart. The website is thepoweroftheheart.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what some of these co-creators, what some of these folks had to share. We'll tell you about the book, uh, about the film, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. 
gets sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you, or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com, that's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com, or call 206-420-8660. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman, as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. It's here, the 23rd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, February 12th through the 16th. This year's theme is I Am We, Hearts Connecting Communities. Join us Valentine's Day. Maiden Mother Crone by Sinner Saint Burlesque will entertain, challenge, empower, confuse, embrace, and deeply engage the audience, weaving feminist activism and our sensory exploration for both ancient and modern myths about the feminine. Community building events include open space world cafe dialogues with inspirational Jane to explore important issues to women and a teen activist panel interwoven with intergenerational dialogues. Find out all the details at www.womenofwisdom.org. That's www.womenofwisdom.org. Register for a half day workshop and bring a friend for 40% off. from the fight and don't try to figure it out just listen to what I'm whispering hey everybody welcome back for more information about us go to the drpatshow.com uh, or you could go to transformationtalkradio.com uh, also facebook the dr pat show twitter the dr pat show and i don't know the other social media stuff but if you go out there you'll be able to connect with a whole bunch of people that are doing really cool things. And I'm so thrilled. I'm really, really honored to do this show today. You know, Baptiste joining us here today. For many of you, um, I want to make sure that you're really clear about how to find out more about the movie, how to find out more about the book. The best way to do that is to go to the website, thepoweroftheheart.com, thepowerofheheart.com. And that's really important. You know, it's kind of like Dr. Pat. You know, you have to put the Dr. Pat show. So don't leave one of those out. Want to make sure you get there. Take a look at this incredible trailer uh, for the film. And there's lots of information. Uh, You'll be able to look at some of the articles. Go ahead and go to Facebook 
and check out some of the things uh, that is happening there. Also, if you scroll down the page, you're going to see the co-creators and you're going to be able to click and find out more about those folks. Some folks you may have heard about, others maybe not. You know, I got to interview Immaculate early, early on when she first came to the United States. We actually did a women's event together with Jane Fonda. And I was so struck by uh, her story, Batiste. I was so struck by her story. And being in the presence of this woman, uh, it's, it's hard to imagine. We get to see their pictures, but there was something about her, you know, standing in the same room, talking with her. Uh, being, you know, part of what that journey was so transformative for me personally and so many others. You know, I want to talk to you about a couple things. One of them is this idea of living our life's purpose. The other one is how to manifest that life's purpose. Uh, and, and some people say, oh, Pat, you know, they're not two different things. I don't know. I, I can certainly do a lot of visioning for myself, but making things happen might be another thing that's going on there. So what I want to do is I want to ask you, what is how do we get from the vision to the manifestation of things in life that we want? Um, well, I think it's interesting to go to uh to the movie that really started this conversation, yeah. and that was uh, The Secret. Yeah. Uh, you know, The Secret is about the law of attraction. Right. And uh, how do we attract certain things in our lives? And uh, I've been fortunate, uh, very fortunate, uh, to uh, to have been working with Drew Harriet on The Power of the Heart. Uh, mm-hmm. Drew Harriet was the director of The Secret, and uh, we hired him uh, for The Power of the Heart. And Drew is my age, and from the beginning we were having all these conversations, like, you know, how does manifestation really work? And what uh, is being taught in a secret, does it really work that way or not? And is is there not more to it? And um, he uh, wanted to make a movie about the heart for five years, but he couldn't get it financed. And I, I needed a good director uh, to, to, you know, pull, to, pull, to pull this off. And... Um, he was very young when he made The Secret. He was like 24, 25, which right. is really young. And it became this global phenomenon, right? Uh, very, very successful. But uh, I was never um, so happy with uh, the message in The Secret. I always felt like it was, you know, there was something missing and it was maybe too materialistic. And this was the conversation that we had. And we both agreed on this. Um, if you want to... Uh, you know, manifest something in your life, um, then I think it's really important to first identify where is the intention coming from. Is it coming from your ego, your personality, uh, or your, um, you know, your, 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 the frightened parts of your personality, or is it coming from your soul or from coming from your heart? And I think it's really important that if you want to manifest something in your life, that the intention is coming from your heart, because then it's coming from your higher self. And I know from my own experience that if you manifest from the heart, then it's much more powerful and you uh, have a much more fulfilling uh, experience during the whole manifestation process. And it's also, I think, more aligned with what your soul, your higher self wants for you in this uh, world. And I also believe that if you manifest from the intentions of your heart, then you also meet the right people at the right time. You you experience the synchronicities. And, of course, I'm not saying that it's going to all be, you know, um, 
very easy and very nice because I sometimes think that we need challenges and we need setbacks for our spiritual growth. You know, it's like a match that holds fire. Sometimes you need the resistance first for your whole potential, for your full potential to come out. But I think it's really important, and I think uh, this is clear when you see the movie and when you read the book, that if, if, if you want to make more money, for instance, that you first ask yourself, why do I want to make more money? And then ask the next Next question, where is this intention coming from? Do you want it to help someone? Uh, do you want it to, to feel safe? Um, and the power of the heart moving, the power of the heart book, the intention to do it really came from my heart. And I think that's, uh, for me, that, that was the most fulfilling thing, to work from the heart and uh, to, you know, to do the whole production of this from the heart. And uh, th- then the, the whole journey becomes fulfilling instead of just the end result. Well, you know, I love this because I I don't know how often in life we go through life and we do so much from uh, either the mind or out of fear. Yes. We take jobs out of fear, right? Yes. Uh, I'm speaking for myself, of course. You know, I'm sure none of our listeners have done this, right? <laughs> but <clears throat> But then we have an opportunity not to do that anymore. Somehow we get an opportunity. And then our life changes, doesn't it? Yes. 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 And it's always, you know, it's like this. All the time, our heart is talking to us, but it whispers. And I think ultimately, ultimately life is about honoring that call, that whisper. And it's not about being uh, famous or being rich or doing big, incredible things. Uh, but it's about honoring that call, and sometimes that call is right there in your own neighborhood. Sometimes, sometimes that call is just a whisper to you, and when you honor that whisper and when you honor that call, then you end up being the best person that you can be. And um, I think it's about that because sometimes people get confused and say, "Oh, Maya Angelou," you know. I mean, she she, she was the great Maya Angelou, right. uh, but she is she wanted to inspire, to you know, connect you with your spirit. Uh, and it's so it's not about becoming as well-known as Maya Angelou or as famous as Maya Angelou, but it's about honoring your calling, honoring what your heart is whispering to you. And if we don't listen to the whispers, then eventually our heart will be there and it will be screaming in our face. But that will, also, uh, that will always be in the form of a crisis situation because we didn't listen to the whispers. And that's why it's so important to seek moments of stillness, because yeah. then only we can hear the whispers. We can't hear it in the noise of our laptops, computers, uh, uh, cell phones, uh, TV, radio. I mean, we don't hear it. No. Because those things are all shouting, and they're very noisy. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you a couple of things about this, because, you know, manifestation is, you know, I love talking about it. Um, because I know what it's like to go through life and, you know, have an idea, have a vision, and for for whatever things are not lining up, things not show up the way you think mm-hmm. or the way that you perhaps want it to. But then all of a sudden one day, something does show up, and it shows up in the strangest way. Mm-hmm. And you think, huh, I just dialed a wrong phone number. And I dialed into something I've never heard of before. Now, I didn't hang up. I don't really understand that. 
but I certainly didn't think about it, and I went on with my life. I want to ask you this question. What do you believe or what have people shared in the movie and in, in what you've discovered as the best way to recognize, this is it, to recognize that it's your heart that's leading, the heart that's leading us? This is a really good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> when I asked Isabel Allende, you know, how do you connect with your heart? Mm. Uh, she said, I connect with my heart uh, when I'm writing. And I connect with my heart when I'm playing with my dogs. And I connect with my heart when I'm making love to my husband. And when I asked Eckhart Tolle, I said, how do you connect with your heart? He said, I connect with my heart through the present moment. And when I asked Deepak, uh, Deepak said, uh, you know, if you want to connect with your heart, put your hand on your heart. Listen to your heart. Uh, put your attention to your heart. When I asked Maya Angelou, Dr. Maya Angelou, she said, I connect with my heart in stillness. Whew, I thought, this is confusing. They all give different answers. Mm. Nobody's giving the same answer. Right. And I was like, oh, what's this? Uh, how is this going to be helpful? Uh, for people if everyone is giving a different answer. And then I realized, oh my God, we all have a different blueprint. Everyone is different. So if people read this book, then they will see that every person I've interviewed is giving a different answer on how to connect with the heart. But at the same time, everyone can identify for themselves what is resonating with them. So maybe, uh, you know, one person is resonating with what Maya Angelou says. And right. says, yes, this is how I feel because I've got, you know, in a way the same blueprint as Maya Angelou. And, um, so there is not one way to connect with the heart and there's not one way to hear the heart. But ultimately, I think Mark Nepo says it beautifully yeah. in the movie. He says it's about following the aliveness. Mm-hmm. And I think it also is something that we can learn. I think kids know it. They just follow the aliveness, you know, they, they, they just follow the joy that they feel. And somehow we lose it because we, you know, we get stuck in our minds. But um, I know from my own experience that it's, you know, for me it's like this, you know, when I have to make a decision, I can look at it from a linear, rational perspective and I can look uh, at it on paper and say, okay, these are all the pros and these are all the cons. And then I can make a decision based on that. But I also have to take into account, how does this feel if I make this decision? And the heart is the center of that. And what I've learned is every time that I make a decision and um, I follow the aliveness and I know how to, uh, you know, I've learned how to identify the aliveness in myself. And it just takes time. Uh, You need to spend time. Uh, with yourself in order to 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 uh, identify that, uh, then then I always see, oh my God, this has just turned out so much better right. than if I would have followed my mind. And I think it's like this, you know, how can you compare compare the mind and the heart uh, with each other? And it's like this: if you are on a boat on a river, then uh, your mind can only see the next bend, the next turn on the river. Uh, and if you're on the same boat on that river, then your heart can see the whole river from source to sea. And of mm. course, our challenge is to learn to trust the heart. And how can we learn to trust the heart? We can only do that 
by experimenting with it, you know, to say every time uh, that uh, when our mind and our heart are, are at odds, then we can decide for ourselves to make the conscious decision to go with the heart instead of the mind. And the more we do that and the more we see that everything turns out so well and so beautiful, then we start to learn to trust it. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I love that because I know so often for many of us, we are on the brink of 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 a, of doing something in our lives that if we turn left, it'll take us here. If we turn right, it'll take us here. And I can think about moments in my own life, in my own journey, where I at that point, that that tipping point, I remember feeling light as a feather, light as a feather. And it was such an amazing journey then to take that first step, that lightness. I also remember some times where I felt, wow, this is really heavy, and I've taken that step and I've gone in a different place. When we come back, we'll talk about what are the lessons of the heart? You know, what can we learn to contribute to a better world? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Are you ready to tap into the healer within? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the real doctor is the source that lives within you, that heals within you minute by minute every day? The healer within is the innate intelligence of the human body. When we cut our hand with a piece of glass, we don't have to command the body to close the wound and grow new skin. It knows how to heal itself. We do have to nourish the skin by disinfecting it and remove the glass or it cannot heal. 
The innate healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Don't you think that it's boring how people talk? Making smart with the words again. Well, I'm bored. Because I'm doing this for the thrill of it, killing it. Never not chasing a million things I want. I am only as young as the minute is full of it, getting pumped up on the little bright things I bought. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I am so thrilled. It's really great uh, to have the conversations. I get to read a lot of books. I get to watch so many inspirational movies, and it's so great here to have Baptiste joining us here today on the show. For those of you out there, I, I, I just want to make sure uh, and, you know, it's like just our great friends at Booth Media. I mean, I just want to make sure that you all know how to find out about the book and about the movie and how to get your own copy. It's like super easy. If you go to the website, thepoweroftheheart.com, go ahead and go there. Uh, lots of information about the movie, about the book. Uh, and if you scroll down, you'll get to see really, really cool things. The co-creators that were part of that, of course, um, and you can find out more about each of them. We were just talking about my buddy Mark here for a minute. But there are many, many people here. Uh, many of them you have heard on the show. Um, I want to talk for a minute if we could. And I'm probably, I'm probably going to reference, but Baptiste, I'm probably going to reference uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. And the I reason... was just there a few days and then I was in that church yeah. two, two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I- I want to, and he comes to mind when it comes to the next question um, or topic I'd like us to take a little peek at, and that is about the possibilities of the world Mm. if we were Mm. to make decisions to live our lives Mm. from the heart. The heart Mm. is the leader. And the reason Michael comes to mind is, you know, I've gotten to know him. I know his journey and my journey are we're pretty close, pretty close yes. about some yeah, of our Yeah, I know his journey. Yeah. yeah. He shared it. Yeah. Too. He's also known for his incredible visioning uh, potential. Yes. So I want to ask you that question. What happens if we do lead? Can we create a better world? Mm. Well, I think there's a growing collective awareness mm. uh, that the future lies inside our hearts mm. and that we will be much better off. You know, uh, both individually, uh, but certainly collectively, if we are able to restore our connections with the heart. And, um, you know, just as ions bound together electromagnetically, people who create a heart consciousness also, you know, bound. And you were talking about the colliding just Mm -hmm. now in in the break that we had. And I think that, you know, if, if we work from the heart, it's like there's an invisible force it brings us together and holds us together. And I think that if we, we start living from heart consciousness, then um, you know this greater force will bind us together and allow us to live in a whole different world now uh, and in the future. Uh, because the heart is you know living from 
you know, the higher perspective. The, high, the heart is living from the perspective of consciousness, um, the perspective of love, harmony, cooperation, reverence for life. And I think uh, we, you know, we need to live from that uh, oneness consciousness if we want to make it as as, as a species. Um, there's so much going on right now in the world, also in Europe, where I come from, and I'm, I'm like, this is all happening because we're just disconnected from our hearts. When the events in Paris happened, uh, I was doing a big uh, screening of the movie in a church, the St. James Church, in mm. the middle of London. Yeah. And there were a lot of you know expats sitting in the church, and there were a lot of French people in, in, in this uh, church in London. And the incidents in Paris had just happened. And, you know, the French are very chauvinistic. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, we're never going to forgive this. And we need to, you know, mm-hmm. take revenge. And um, when they saw the movie, after the movie, they started talking, mm, maybe revenge is not the answer. Uh. Maybe, you know, an eye for an eye, you know, is not the answer. And they started to look at it from a different perspective. And I think, I mean, it's so beautiful to see that if you show people another way that they have the capacity to change and to see things from a different perspective and maybe to open their hearts. And I think that's uh, what we need right now because many people in all sections of society, you know, share the worries we have now, but I think, you know, we can reach a turning point where we can, we, we can get really clear in our attentions to create a society from the heart. Um, and it's possible because if, I think if you look at all the big problems that uh, humanity faces today, you know, whether it's social injustice or the extreme poverty or the wars or the terrorism or also the climate chaos, it, I think it's be lost because we've lost connection with our soul and we've got lost connection with our hearts. Yes. And, you know, I have to say, too, if we start to think about it in this way and we, we look at, I mean, if you just take a minute and go ahead and Google the word stuck. Um, I've done a little experiment on this. I'm a little researcher by heart, right? And uh, I did a little research on the way stuck about 10 years ago. And I remember going ahead and, and researching it and Google it. Now, you know, yeah, it was about like 1.2 million. If you Google that word now, albeit, yes, there are many more people engaged, it's in the tens and the twenties and almost the hundreds of millions uh, on that. You know, how can we, through the heart, help ourselves to get unstuck and take the action that we need? How does the heart help us do that? Um, No, I think... um... You know, to get unstuck, I think, yeah. I, I mean, and, um, I think if, if we want to correct, you know, the problems that we have, you know, we have to have a change and shift in our consciousness. And, uh, yes, the avenue to that shift is from our head to our heart. Um, how do we do that? I think it's, it is moving from fear to love. Uh, that's ultimately living from the heart, you know, choosing, choosing to live from the heart. Uh, it's moving from uh, fear to love. And I think it can only happen if you are ready. It's like, you know, when the student is ready, then the master comes. What I've learned is that ultimately our most, the most important authority in our life is the authority, is the authority we have inside, and that is our heart. 
And again, what I've seen, and I said this before, in all the people I've interviewed, is that change and transformation always happens from the inside out. Most of the time, it's because of crisis situations. So, you know, there's pressure. And what does that mean? It's like, you know, the match that holds fire. The fire and the full potential can only come out when there's enough resistance, when there's enough pressure. And we don't, we, we never invite it into our lives. You know, right. when a crisis is happening, we're always very, very unhappy with it because we said, oh, why is this happening to me? And I don't mm-hmm. deserve this. But when it's happening, the fire comes out or full potential comes out. It's like the caterpillar that becomes the butterfly. It happens under pressure. And I think the transformation to the heart is sometimes also happening uh, under pressure. I, I, I wish it uh, didn't have to happen yeah, always under pressure, but in yeah. most of the cases it happens. Because if there's not a real urgency to do it, if there's not a real reason to do it, uh, we don't do it because we we know on a deeper level that the transformation sometimes can be painful. I, I think, you know, yeah. I, I totally agree, especially for my own journey. You know, had I not gotten very, very sick three months after I said yes to doing what I'm doing today, I would venture to say I probably wouldn't have gone the, down the path of having a show that talks about spirituality mm-hmm. and, and a whole range of things, holistic healing. And that's what I think, you know, I think I also hear you saying with this. Yes, I mean, but I want, want to add to that. Yes. I mean, our, our, our dear friend Mark Nepo, yes. um, he says something beautifully in the movie. He says, um, before I had cancer, I believed in the heart, but I was living it from my head. And he said, um, for me, it took almost dying to make the journey from my head to my heart. Yes. And he, he also adds, you know, the longest journey you will ever take is from your head to your heart. And it's not because we're stupid. Right. And it's not because we're slow. But, but he said, it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. And again, he said, for, for me, it took almost dying. He always believed in the heart, but he was not living it from the heart. He was living it from his head. And this whole journey, is his, his whole story, the, the fighting against the cancer and everything he, he, mm-hmm. he went through, you know, Yes. Made him come into his heart. And, you know, if, if you spend time with him, I just got an email yeah. from him this morning. He's coming to, to my country in September to the Netherlands. He's, wow. He wanted me to know that. I mean, this man really uh, he lives there. I know. I mean, uh, he's, he he's one of the few people I can really vouch for. You know, he's, he's, he's like, incredible. Yeah, he's incredible. All right. Well, thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. What a great show. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. 
gets sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you, or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com, that's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com, or call 206-420-8660. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman, as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. It's here, the 23rd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, February 12th through the 16th. This year's theme is I Am We, Hearts Connecting Communities. Join us Valentine's Day. Maiden Mother Crone by Sinner Saint Burlesque will entertain, challenge, empower, confuse, embrace, and deeply engage the audience, weaving feminist activism and our sensory exploration for both ancient and modern myths about the feminine. Community building events include open space world cafe dialogues with inspirational Jane to explore important issues to women and a teen activist panel interwoven with intergenerational dialogues. Find out all the details at www.womenofwisdom.org. That's www.womenofwisdom.org. Register for a half day workshop and bring a friend for 40% off. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area.